Hello everyone, this is the Theoretical Doctor, and today's topic will be on structure, functions, and mechanism of opening and closing of stomata. For notes and flashcards on this topic, do visit my website, theoreticaldoctor.com. This is a recording from my video on my YouTube channel. Thus, if you want visual-guided explanations, do visit my channel on YouTube, The Theoretical Doctor. Let's get into it, and I hope you enjoy this recording. In this video, we will be continuing on gaseous exchange whereby we will dive into gaseous exchange in plants. In my previous videos in this series, I've covered on the parts of the human, so do check them out if you've missed on them and um, if you'd like to know more. Hence, the subtopics covered will be on the structure and functions of stomata, the factors of the opening and closing of the stomata as well as the mechanism of opening and closing of the stomata structure of the stomata so before we know the functions we need not we need to know the structure so a stoma this part here is an opening on the epidermis of the leaves between two specialized this one photosynthetic epidermal cells called the guard cells okay this is one guard cell this is the second one two guard cells which sometimes can be found on branches and stems of green plants and these guard cells they play an important role in opening and closing of the stoma and is affected by external or internal factors which i'll talk about later so the guard cells are bean shaped you can see here they're bean shaped and the inner cellulose wall is thicker the inside part is thicker than the outer cellulose wall each guard cell has a large vacuole and cytoplasm containing chloroplast and a nucleus the epidermal cells surrounding the guard cells this part here are called the subsidiary cells functions of stomata so stomata it's they're important in gaseous exchange of respiratory gases whereby the absorption of carbon dioxide for photosynthesis and the regulation of water in plants okay i'll explain more about that in the following parts of this video so oxygen produced during photosynthesis diffuses out through the stomatal pores into the atmosphere while the carbon dioxide diffuses in from the atmosphere into the leaves. When there is severe water deficit, the stomata closes automatically due to the release of abscisic acid by the plant. Again, I'll explain more about this later. During water stress condition when there's lack of water and this is important because it helps in preventing water loss from the plants until water deficit is lessened, basically until there's water again the guard cells this is the guard cell this is the stoma the guard cells will gain or lose water by osmosis and this is the one that will trigger the changes in turgor pressure of the guard cells so when there is high turgor pressure it will open and then if it's less it will close so this causes the stomatal pore to be opened or closed and remember the structure the inner part is thicker than the outer part so here are several factors affecting it first let's talk about the factors affecting the stomatal opening it is influenced by high light intensity low mesophyll carbon dioxide levels as well as high humidity so what are the factors affecting the stomatal closing it would be water stress high temperature increasing carbon dioxide levels in the leaf mesophyll as well as low light intensity typically during nighttime so water balance when there is shortage of water or when the plants are experiencing water stress the stomata will close concentration of carbon dioxide if there's 
low concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, the stomata will open. High light intensity, but obviously not extremely high. It will cause the stomata to open. And circadian rhythm. So some plants have biological clock, just like our body. When it's time to sleep, you go to sleep. When it's not, when it's time to wake up, then you wake up. Unless, you know, you're a night owl or your circadian rhythm is just haywired. So some plants have a biological clock whereby the stomata will open during the day and close at night. Mechanism of opening and closing of the stomata. I will talk about the potassium ion accumulation hypothesis first. So the opening of the stomata is associated with the influx of potassium ions into the guard cells from the epidermal cells. During daytime, blue light increases the activity of the proton pumps found in the membrane of the guard cells. So these proton pumps uses ATPs produced during photosynthesis light reaction to transport hydrogen ions out of the guard cells. So when hydrogen ions are pumped out actively, because you use ATP, the potassium ions will move in. They will move in to the guard cells through channel proteins to maintain the electron potential in the guard cells. So what comes out, something similar has to come in. So the accumulation of potassium ions in the sap of the guard cells causes its water potential to decrease, causing water to be drawn into the guard cells by osmosis from the surrounding epidermal cells. So now water enters into the guard cells. What happens? The guard cells become turgid, they become swollen, and they curve inwards more due to the difference in the thickness of cell wall and the stomata will open. So they become swollen and they will open because remember the inner part is thicker than the outer part so you need it to actually be turgid to really open it that is during daytime or when there's blue light so in the dark or night the proton pumps are inactive because there's no blue light there's no light the active transport cannot occur because remember it's actively being done the hydrogen ions are actively pumped out so what happens here because there's no active transport the potassium ions will then diffuse out of the guard cells it'll try to restore everything back to normal what happens is the water potential inside the guard cells will increase and the water will then flow out of the guard cells by osmosis so now something that was so swollen the water flows out basically it's being punctured so the guard cells will lose its turgidity and the stomatal aperture closes. Uh, how I would like to remember it actually is that water follows potassium. So you see when the pore opens, it's because the potassium ions flow in. So the water flows in, it becomes turgid and then it opens. So for the pore to close, water follows potassium. Potassium needs to come out. Water follows it and then it does not become turgid, it becomes flaccid and then it closes. Next is when there is water stress, the abscisic acid hypothesis. So when there is water stress, the plant secretes abscisic acid or ABA short. This occur when the transpiration rate is high and the soil water is low. Basically, the person is spending so much money but then, you know, the balance in the, the account balance in the bank is running low what happens is the abscisic acid molecules is being secreted by the plant and it will bind to the receptor proteins in the plasma membrane of the guard cells this will cause an increase in the permeability 
permeability of the calcium channels in the plasma membrane. The calcium channels will open and calcium ions from the surrounding subsidiary cells will enter into the guard cells and this will trigger the release of calcium ions from the internal store in the cell as well such as in the vacuole and endoplastic reticulum into the cytosol. So now all these calcium ions will accumulate into the guard cells and what happens is they will stop, they will inhibit the proton pump and there will be an increase in hydrogen ions in the cytosol. So remember the hydrogen ions are actively pumped out in this case when there's so much calcium ions they're like no stop like just stop going out and all the hydrogen ions will be like yeah okay i'm not going out so they'll stay inside so now they're all concentrated inside what happens next so the potassium channels will then open and large amounts of potassium ions diffuse out of the guard cells into the subsidiary cells because you know the the hydrogen ions are at home they're not being pumped out actively so what's the point of this potassium being inside so they're like yeah well okay yeah the owner's home i'm gonna leave now so the chloride ions will also diffuse out they're like oh potassium seems leaving i'm leaving too so chloride ions will also diffuse out from the guard cells into the subsidiary cells what happens to the water potential the water potential in the guard cells increases and water diffuses out to the neighboring cells by osmosis the turgor pressure in the guard cell decreases and the cell becomes flaccid so when it's flaccid the stoma closes so remember in the potassium ion accumulation hypothesis i mentioned that water follows potassium here hydrogen ions moving well basically they just never moved out like the, the the calcium all just went and stopped like stop going out so the potassium ions then like yeah okay the owner's home they move out so potassium ion move out water follows potassium so water flows out and the turgor pressure in the guard cell decreases and the cell becomes flaccid and that's why the stoma closes thank you for listening and i hope you've gained some value from this episode i would appreciate it if you could follow my podcast and youtube channel the theoretical doctor do stay tuned for the following episodes which will be posted every tuesdays and fridays till then take care and i hope you have a blessed day